Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I am your host, Kirk Pinchon. And I am your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week we tape one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers nor solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. Speaking of chaos, Lindsay, there's a lot yes. going on in this episode. Yes, there is, Kirk. But before we get started, let's go to our weekly poll. Last week was the pumpkin spice episode. Yes. And why I asked people on Instagram, I didn't want to be like, hey, pumpkin spice roll versus pumpkin spice coffee, because that seems stupid. So mm-hmm. I took something dumber and I just said, hey, is pumpkin spice a lifestyle or a flavor? Okay. So once again, I'm going to ask you, who, which, which one do you think won? Lifestyle. Flavor. Ah, I disagree wholeheartedly. I disagree too. Couldn't believe oh. it. Flavor beat it out 68% to 32%. You know, we have a guest coming on later on this podcast, and I bet that she would have voted flavor over lifestyle. And the two of us believe lifestyle over flavor. Therefore, we're correct because this is our podcast. So fuck the haters. Yay. Goddamn right. (laughs) I, at one point early on, it was flavor 79%. Whoa. And I was like, what is going on? And then lifestyle battled it out a little bit to get to 32 I'm going to go on record saying I think people don't want to associate it as a lifestyle because that's a demeaning thing and that's basic and no one wants to be called basic. But I'm here to say that let's embrace the lifestyle more than the flavor. I agree. And you can admit to the listeners right now that you went on the poll and you were like, lifestyle, 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 and got it back up. I may or may not have done that. (laughs) I definitely was the first person. To, oh, no shit. You know what I did? I, uh, because I posted it and then I was like, well, I'm just going to vote for it. I voted flavor because I thought lifestyle was going to win. What? Yeah. I tried to pump up the poll. I was way wrong. You, the fact that you admitted this right now in front of all of our listeners, you better never do that again. I'm never not going to trust your polls. I've, oh, this is so timely. I've never done it. I've never done it. I was just. I swear, I swear. And then I have my lessons learned because it didn't mean shit. Uh, flavor one, because I thought lifestyle was going to win. So look, Donald Trump, stop trying <laughs> to rig this thing, okay? Hurtful, hurtful, hurtful. <laughs> but you can look out for our food polls every Tuesday morning on our yummy Instagram page. They will be there. And if you have a question or comment, send to us at foodfightthepodcast.gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. That's enough of that business. Let's get into the big, big part of our show. Lindsay, take it away. Kirk, it's like you're not even going to be here this episode because you're so lame and you don't like this week's um, topic. So I'm taking over because we're talking brunch. And my bestie, my best friend, as I call her, 
I have never had brunch. I haven't had brunch with anyone more than this gal that I invited today to talk brunch with us. So I just want to introduce my partner in crime and my best friend, Kelly Wallace Barnhill. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited. I'm a little weirded out that you keep insisting on calling me your best friend. But, I mean, I'm, you know I'm weirded out too. So thanks. It's for a that, little. Lindsay. It's it once was fine. Twice is I'm wondering what you're thinking, but that's fine. Wait until um, the third time. We are very, we are very close. <laughs> We've been friends for a while. Yes, and we have yeah. our podcast together, of course. Yeah, yes, talk we'll about talk the podcast because it's an awesome um, podcast. So Kelly thank and I you. have been. Thank you, Kirk. Kelly and I have been uh, writing partners and collaborators. We've done live shows. We've done web series, and now we have a podcast together for almost a year now called yeah. "Fuck You, I'm Smarter." And it's a comedy game show where we compete with a guest to be crowned the smartest person in the room. Um, and we've been we usually doing, lose. We <laughs> definitely usually <laughs> lose. <laughs> and each week we have a different guest and we kind of play to their strengths and weaknesses from high school days. And yeah, so we take you back to school, do different classes, different subjects. Lindsay yeah. promised she'd stop doing math, but she keeps doing it. I just when I what guess, are you gonna do when a guest says they hate math, I just feel like we gotta do it, you know. Yeah, I just awful, want it to cause... always be like drama class or music or something fun, humanities, whatever that really is, you know? Yeah, stop with the math, Lindsay. Yeah. It's yeah. really bad. It's 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 just as bad teaching it as it has taking the test, I'm telling <laughs> you. <laughs> but even though we do math sometimes, our show is really fun. Yes. It is. It's super fun, yeah. super funny. Where can people get Fuck You, I'm Smarter? It's everywhere uh, podcasts are found. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all those fun things. Podbean, Um, what have you. uh, Yada, yada, hoo-ha. Kelly edits it, so she's like, she's multifaceted with the podcast, and I couldn't thank her enough. Um, Kirk, we'd love to have you on. (gasps) Okay, first of all, A, thank you. B, Way nicer to Kelly than you are to me. Just wait. Oh. Okay. It'll change. It's yeah, a show. It's just all yeah, a show. It's, it's, yeah, it's an act. It's not real. <laughs> wait till she gets comfy comfy, and her true colors come out. By the I, end made of- her, I made her cry a couple of weeks ago, so don't oh. worry about it. She did. Yeah, I walked into a room, she said something, and I instantly burst into tears. It was great. Wow. But that you know sounds what? very it's true. We talked about it right away. That's true friendship, and we got yeah. over it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Um, Yes, I want to be on Fuck You, I'm Smarter. This is the the reason why I thought maybe Kelly would be on the show. (laughs) So someone would be like, Kirk, you should be on Fuck You, I'm Smarter. And I could be like, (laughs) me? I mean, I never thought of it, but I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess I could. That would be fun. Well, sure Kirk, you your hand, but I think it worked. Let's Not do doing it. it. Yep. Yeah. No you are no already on the list, but thanks for having us. And you can come on twice. How about that? Wow. Look at that. Everything's coming up. Kirk. Woo. Hooray. <laughs> All right. Well, then I'm, as you said, today's episode is brunch. I don't know brunch. I'm not a fan of brunch. Uh, we got to talk about this. I know. So I think I'm going to let you guys in. handle it. Yeah. I think we okay. should dive in with that, Kelly, like why I, he's not into brunch. I think before we get into the ins and outs and all the bits and bobs of brunch, I, I it's this has actually been a burning question in my soul since I was first invited <laughs> to come on this show knowing that the topic was brunch. Kirk, 
Why do you hate brunch? I'm putting you on blast. Put me on blast. Happy to be on blast. It's a couple of reasons, but they all gel together in that it's too long and too late in the day for me to enjoy it. I don't want to eat breakfast foods at 1030 or 11 because then I don't get to eat lunch and lunch is the superior meal. So I get to ruin my... I, so sorry, that's really, sorry to that's interrupt. Good. I just I, I noticed something. You said something that was incorrect. So I just wanted to, <laughs> okay. I you wanted to make sure I was wrong. Okay, thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> I, sorry, lunch, continue. <laughs> lunch is the better meal, and I don't want to skip my lunch for brunch late in the day. Okay. And it's also just it's a very long, time-consuming process that okay. I don't really. I can understand why people like it, but I don't necessarily mm-hmm. want it in my life. That's why. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to okay. touch. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask Kelly a question. Okay. What's I have, what's I have the, a lot of feelings about this. Yeah. What's the superior meal, breakfast <laughs> or lunch? Pausing. <sighs> this, you know what? I think this is the reason that we have brunch. You don't have to choose. You can have right. both. You can have breakfast and lunch at the same time. And Kirk, what's stopping you from eating your lunch food, say your sandwich or whatever you want for lunch in at this brunch? No one says you have to have eggs. True, but I have found that at many brunch places, there are not a lot of lunch options. There's a very limited lunch option on a brunch right. menu. Mm-hmm. And also okay. then I'm eating my, I mean, I'm eating my lunch too early. Okay, well see, I think everything could be cleared up here, Kirk. This is the issue that I'm seeing with your Mm. argument is that you think that brunch is out of your control and that brunch controls you and brunch sets the rules. I Ah, think you need to design the food therapy. This is food therapy. This is good. (laughs) You need to design the brunch around your wants and needs. That's why you pick the time. You pick the, the company. You pick the place that has the menu that you like. And you can really solve all of these problems and still enjoy the beauty and the joy that is brunch. I just really think that you can, you can do it. What I'm hearing is I shouldn't let brunch control me. I should control brunch. Yes. But then also, also once you're there, you need to just let the brunch flow and let it happen. So there's a yin and a yang. That's Ah, that's the big issue. Control issues. I I don't, I don't want to (laughs) have a brunch wash over me. Well, you can also leave when you're done. You don't have that, to stay. You don't have to stay until the third round of unlimited Bloody Marys. You're allowed to leave. I want to bring this up too, and okay, this is another one of could. Kirk's problems. Okay. Kirk. <laughs> Wait. Say that again. <laughs> this is an intervention, Kirk. Wow. Kirk. <laughs> Kirk doesn't drink, so while we're on round three of Bloody Marys, right. which is he's wh- like beyond ready to go home. Which is why he's yeah. annoyed when it's lasting too long. Everybody's drunk and he's not. And he's like, this isn't fun for me anymore. So you stay for round one, maybe two, and then you leave. And yeah. you can also get yourself, get a nice little kind of some kind of spritzer or smoothie or something that gives you this joyful, like, like fun breakfasty drink. Like maybe do a, a sparkling treat. water with orange juice instead of a mimosa or something so that mm-hmm. you feel like you're having a little treat. I like the treat part and I like, cause I like, I like the spritzer. Um, 
This was an issue, though, even because uh, I uh, I used to drink and then I got old and got headaches and had to stop. Um, right. So uh, I, I used to drink and like, for example, in Chicago in my 20s where I lived, we would have brunch and I would drink at brunch and it was great. But even then I was like, I just I want to be done. I don't like day drinking either. Day drinking right. is extremely overrated. Yeah. So and that's a big part of brunch. So you're combining heavy food with day drinking, with taking too long in a time of day where I'd rather be eating lunch. And it just all kind of tumbles into a, a hard pass for me. It sounds I like you're just, really uptight and you're no fun. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I just really I thought that I really thought that our arguments would sort of convince you to maybe try it again. But it, yeah, it sounds I'm, like you're in your sounds like you're completely inflexible. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, I guess my wife would agree with you on that. So, yes, I I am inflexible, but I'm I'm willing to hear you guys out because I know there's more topics. So if you guys yes. want to plow through, I'm I'm here for it. And we can decide at the end if if uh, I've changed human for the better. Okay, and just try to have an open mind. We'd no. like you to, even though you hate brunch's guts, we'd <laughs> like you to um, have some sort of an opinion for the topics we bring up. Don't just sit there like a dead fish, okay, Kurt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. All right, so so Kelly and Kirk, when I looked up um, my my best friend, best way to look up things, Wikipedia, I looked oh, yeah. up brunch and. It said brunch is a combination of breakfast and lunch and regularly has some form of alcoholic drink with it. And I thought, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Wikipedia. It is not brunch without an alcoholic drink. Do you guys agree? Uh, Listen, I do for me. I don't want to tell someone who's sober, who's not drinking at the time to drink if they don't want to. I still want them to come to brunch and enjoy the food and the friendship. And it's, you know, but for me, 100%. It says, it says it is usually served anytime before three o'clock in the afternoons. And we're going to discuss timing, like what time we prefer brunch. Mm-hmm. And the word is a portmanteau, breakfast and lunch, obviously. I just love the word portmanteau. I, love the I know word you portmanteau. do. So Kelly's much. into it as well. <laughs> it originated in England in the late 19th century and became popular in the United States in the 30s. So that is a little brief intro from wikipedia so i i actually i actually have a quick question i'm Mm -hmm. just i i reading that and hearing you say that talking about the 1930s in the united states that was the great depression do you think brunch started because they couldn't afford to have two meals breakfast and lunch they so they're like let's combine it poverty but like make it cute that is (laughs) that's the catchphrase poverty (laughs) but make it cute wow yeah i mean sometimes i take it does save you money to eat both like like people who do intermittent fasting and only eat lunch. Like for me, right. I eat eggs in the middle of the day sometimes because I don't eat in the morning. So it's, it is a money saver. It's a calorie saver and a money saver. Um, is it a calorie saver? A calorie saver. Is it? We'll talk I'm about that. I'm going to push back on that a little bit. Yeah. What? <laughs> Bloody Marys are vegetable heavy, you know, I mean. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wonder if it does, Kelly. I mean, that seems to make sense to me as part of it. Just I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go say yes. Yeah, let's, let's just, just say let's yes. Let's just say that's the history of it. Who's going to doubt us? We can say what we want. Exactly. If you doubt us, email us at, what's our email, Kirk? Oh, fucking A. God damn it. 
Food Fight Fuck the you, Podcast. Smarter, at, uh, <laughs> yeah. Food Fight oh, the Podcast. Food Fight the Podcast I, at gmail.com. Thank you. You're in charge of all the admin. Don't don't look at me like I should know that. Okay. <laughs> You've only heard it for like 15 episodes. <laughs> if you guys had to choose between a Saturday brunch, a Sunday brunch, or a fun weekday brunch, what would you choose? I want a Sunday kind of brunch. All right. I like that. Kirk? I go Sunday brunch, too, because Saturday doesn't have a brunch vibe. And a weekday brunch to me is just dumb. Don't do a weekday brunch unless it's a you're on holiday. Yeah. A weekday brunch is like a fun little surprise. But I could see where you get like an email after five Bloody Marys and you have to like figure it out because your boss is emailing you. It doesn't sound fun to me. I will yeah. say I I generally go for a Sunday brunch, but hear me out on a Saturday brunch. All right. It's Saturday. You go to brunch. Mm-hmm. You drink all day because it's so fun to do that. <laughs> and you have nowhere to be. And then you get to go to bed early because you drank all day and you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then you wake up and you have a whole other day ahead of Good you. Good point. Good point. Yep. That's a valid. I think sometimes that's that's the move. Yeah. Right? Because Sunday brunches, while I typically go on Sundays, you have to cut yourself off at some point and like get in bed immediately. So you go to bed at like eight to sleep off what you did to yourself right. all day. Right. And then you have to go to work the next day. Well, here's the thing about weekday brunch and this, could, you know, so if you are, uh, if your job is not a Monday through Friday kind of job, which a lot of us are not in that, mm-hmm. you know, right. world necessarily, if you have a different schedule and your day off is Wednesday, have a Wednesday brunch. So it kind of depends on what, you know, your, your life looks like, but right. generally there is a vibe to Sunday. There's a feeling mm, about Sunday. And yeah. Yeah. There is that like kind of lazy Sunday vibes. Let me ask the two of you a question. Um, Have two questions. One, do you immediately go to sleep after brunch? I would like to. No, but I have been like, if I have somewhere to be, like I'll take a little power nap or um, I usually like. So yes. You started out no and then it just, that's a yes. No, like You said the word nap. I feel like brunch usually leads into another adventure and then everyone goes to bed early. I think huh. that I I prefer to go straight to bed afterwards, sleep it off, wake up at like five or six, like do mm. another, watch a movie. I don't know. Still keep relaxing and make like just a really light evening meal, maybe like a salad or <laughs> some grapes. And then yeah. just like go to still go to bed early. But I love to have that post brunch nap. It's so sexy. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like where Kelly's going with this. I like that. I like that. Second question. Have either one of you ever done uh, a Saturday brunch and a Sunday brunch? Have you like bang, bang, Saturday, Sunday brunch? Oh, I'm sure I have. Oh my God, really? I don't remember, but I'm sure I have. I'm sure I have at some point. Really? That sounds like a Probably in New York, yeah. Brunch is really big in New York. Much bigger than it is in LA. Um, So I'm sure there's been like a thing here, a thing there, two brunches in one weekend, I can guarantee it. That feels like it would make it less special. 
You just do it a little differently. Like maybe if you overdid it on a Saturday, you keep it tight on a Sunday. And if you <laughs> went for it on a Sunday, then Saturday, if you know you're going for it on a Sunday, you keep it light for the Saturday, I guess. How do you, how do you keep it tight on a brunch? You just don't. You say you're going to, and then you, two Bloody Marys in, you say fuck it and get the third. Yeah. Can I curse? Just, Sorry. Yes. Is that okay? Yes. Re- re- okay. Re- re- encourage. <laughs> you just chug a bunch of water too. You know, yeah, because that solves everything. So when you guys go to brunch, do you typically are you like a 10 a.m. to nooner kind of bruncher? Or are you like a nooner to 3 p.m. or kind of bruncher? Well, we know Kirk likes it on the earlier side. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you're I'm going to throw this out now. If you are eating brunch at noon, you're not eating brunch. You're eating lunch. But that's the whole thing about brunch. You can have it until literally 3 p.m. You can start it before noon and continue to 3. Wow. If, if you so choose, I would not do that. But I'm, you can't start a brunch at noon and be like, this is brunch. That's lunch. Come on. No. Nope. I've been invited to 2 p.m. <laughs> I've been invited to many a 2 p.m. brunches. Haven't you guys? I, absolutely. And I would argue here... Going back to your uh, pumpkin spice topic, I would argue that brunch is a lifestyle. So, of course, you can have, of course, you can have, you can start your brunch afternoon. Kirk, you have too many rules. No fun (laughs) this brunch. Let go. I do have, that's not the first time I've been told that. If any Um, meal is a lifestyle, it's brunch. A hundred percent. That's fascinating. All about <laughs> it's all about the experience. I mean, the food. Like Kelly and I love food. Yeah. We yes. want it to be good. We want the food to be good. But it's the yeah. whole thing. It's like the group, the place, the drinks, the food, the the music, the whatever. It's all like it, it's wrapped in a nice little brunch umbrella. I, yeah. I love all that. I think if you just do it at lunch or dinner, it would be just as fun. Um, I'm going to skip Kirk. He's not allowed to speak for the say, rest of the podcast. I can't even respond to it okay. anymore. Um, <laughs> <it's just laughs> Kelly, what's your sweet spot on timing for brunch? Um, I'm going to say, okay, listen, it totally depends what you did the night before. If this is a Sunday brunch That's and you true. actually like drank the night before, I like a 12 to 1 p.m. to be honest. But it depends. It depends. It totally like depends a- on, yeah, when you wake up. But I'm going to say a, a, like a... Hard and fast rule, I'd say noon. I like a noon brunch. I like a noon. I'm, a, I'm on you. Mm-hmm. I, I like an 11. Mm-hmm. Sure, fine. But then it's like mm-hmm. one and you're like tipsy. I like a noon. It could go until about three, depending on who you're with. And, um, and then that's perfect nap time. Three o'clock siesta, you know? Exactly. You time it out perfectly. I'm going to say 10.15. 10.15. 10.15. How about 10.17? 10.17 is acceptable. That's fine. Once you hit the 10.20, it gets a little, a little much. A little little past breakfast. Okay. But but 10.15, because also if you're up early and you're like, okay, well, I'm up at seven. Now I've got to wait three fucking hours to eat something. No, you can have a light. You can have like a granola bar or like some yogurt and fruit or something. You can break your fast a little bit and then save yourself for like a nice 
brunch. But that's yet. breakfast, so I've eaten breakfast, and if I'm going that's to this fine, brunch later, that's fine. But you didn't complete your breakfast. You had like a nibble, so you're finishing the breakfast, and then it goes into the lunch, and now you've got a brunch. So you had your pre-breakfast snack, and now you're doing brunch. Yes, Kirk, I'm sorry, <laughs> you're wrong. You're, you're wrong about everything. <laughs> We're gonna make you do brunch one day, <laughs> and it's gonna it, be glorious. It feels very nebulous. It's it's, it's very it's very vague. Yes. It's very open ended. Yeah. What if we told you exactly yeah. what time we were gonna get up and leave? We're like, we're doing brunch from this exact time to this ten seventeen to twelve oh seven. Then would that's, you do it? That would that's that's helpful. That is helpful. Okay, yes, I do like. That. Okay, so Kirk, if we dragged you to brunch from ten seventeen to what time? Twelve oh seven. Twelve oh seven. Um, what would you order? Would you go like sweet or savory with your brunch? I would because you could do like full pancake, like you could do French toast stitch, or you could do like a corned beef hash situation. I'm not a huge breakfast food person. Uh, I understand the the love of it, but I'm not exactly here for it. So it would be savory. I think ideally it would be like a breakfast sandwich or some sort of breakfast scramble like a, okay. a tofu scramble uh you know that's got like rice and, and tomatoes and mm-hmm. quinoa and chicken and tofu and all that stuff i would go with okay that. okay um that's my that's my answer okay kelly what about you what what's your typical dish do you usually go sweet or savory i definitely go savory um i I would, I, although at brunch, I'm not usually a sweet person, but at brunch, I'll make an exception. I mean, I would, if I had to choose one or the other, definitely savory, but I like sometimes to have a little sweet on the side, like a little, mm-hmm. like, let's all get our meal, our savory meal, and then we'll like share pancakes or something. Yes. So we all can have like a little bit, you know? I think that's a good um, but way I would to go. never order like just pancakes. That's disgusting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wait, hang on. Yeah. Wait, why? It's gross. Because it's too sweet. It's too much sugar. I need like, I'm hungover most likely at this brunch. I need salt. I need like, I need bacon. bacon. I need sausage. I need eggs. I need tomato in in that Bloody Mm -hmm. Mary. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I want that hollandaise or whatever it is. I have nothing to add to what Kelly said because I feel literally the exact same. (laughs) Except That's why we're such great brunch partners. I don't need hollandaise. I just need I don't necessarily hot need it. Yes, I need hot sauce and I need um I need some kind of like vinegar and salt. Yeah. Uh, I usually yeah. go Jesus, for like you a two corned are beef. So much alike. I know. I usually <laughs> go for like a corned beef hash with like an oh, egg hell yeah. or Remember that place yeah. in New York, Kelly, the, with the shakshuka? Oh my god, I love that place. Oh my god. Like I like a what was that I place also called? I don't uh, remember. Uh, Medi. It was called Medi. Yeah, M-E-D-I. it was called Medi. Mm-hmm. All right. So this brings us, let's talk vinegar and Please. tomatoes. This brings us to the most important question <laughs> about brunch. Bloody Marys or mimosas? I you know love this answer. Are you both, is it Bloody Mary? Of course 100%. it is. 100%. <laughs> I but mean, a lot of people are mimosas. And I respect that. I just, it's not for me. I mean, I'll drink it, but I'll drink it like at another time. At my mm-hmm. brunch, at my brunch, I want Bloody Mary's spicy. Spicy. 
and I want coffee and I want water and maybe a side of fresh, freshly squeezed orange juice. Yeah. Kelly has like 17 drinks. <laughs> I'm a four drink. I'm a four drink wonder at wow. my brunch. If I, especially if I'm hungover, then I need those four drinks, but bloody Mary is a must. Yeah. Kirk, what would you have? I, out of fear Mary's. for the both from the both of you. I'm going to say bloody Mary's. Yes. Yeah, yes. He's argue. got the right answer. <laughs> yeah. Yay, give him a point. Just, ding, ding, ding. I'm just no, listen. Say- when I go to brunch with someone and they order a mimosa instead, I definitely like judge them because I'm like, there's no comparison. But I also understand that Bloody Mary is a very strong flavor. It's like a meal within itself. And some people want to go a little lighter. And I understand Agree. Right? I, yeah, I. We're gonna. This will be our poll, by the way, for oh, uh, next week. Mimosas versus uh, Bloody Marys. Uh, I'm gonna guess mimosa wins. I'm taking it right now, saying I bet you mimosa wins. I mean, I I don't know. A lot of people love mimosas, and a lot of people Bloody Marys are also a lifestyle. So it just depends if they're more about the drink or the lifestyle. You know. I. Love, as I've said before, your obsession with Bloody Marys. I find them fascinating. I've asked this of you. I'll ask Kelly, too. Do you do the way extra Bloody Marys where there's just like a bunch? There's like, oh, here's a pepperoncini. Here's a celery. Here's a cheeseburger. Here's a piece of bacon in it. Will you do that as a Bloody Mary? Yeah, if it makes sense in the Bloody Mary, I'm all about it. That's the thing about a Bloody Mary. It's so versatile. Mm-hmm. It can hold all of these beautiful things that all kind of cohesively go together. So you can totally experiment with your Bloody Mary toppings. I'm all for it. As long yeah, as it works. I like a creative legs. Bloody Mary. Yeah. Crab legs, shrimp. You can Wait. have Clamato juice. You can have. Yeah. Yeah. It seems just, can't you just. Can't you just have the Bloody Mary and be done with it? Yeah, like, sure. Why, why do you, you need all that sure. other stuff? Sure, yeah, you can also only have missionary sex, whatever you want to do. Exactly, exactly. I mean, that is a good argument. And that's good for some people and that works, you know, and everybody's different. Yeah. Leave well enough alone. Don't enjoy your life. Don't experiment. (laughs) Never have any fun. It's fine. Get the job done. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly and I used to do these Bloody Mary crawls that we designed in New York. So like we would with just a few friends be like, all right, we're going to these six different places, have Bloody Marys that have like a good Yelp review. And we're going to rate them based on these things, price, sparkle, accoutrement. Like we had all these like categories and we have, we'd have like a $30 Bloody Mary and we'd have a $5 Bloody Mary and we would compare the different Bloody Marys. And sometimes a classic Bloody Mary is the way to go. And sometimes you have crab leg is like what you need, you know? What is sparkle? For a Bloody um, Mary. Like I would it, say that's your crab leg and your cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <All> right. right? <laughs> it's Fair like enough. the unicorn value of it. Like, does is it like a unicorn in a sea of regular Bloody Marys? Okay. Okay, I get you. Makes sense. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about themed brunches because that's a thing too. You can't just have brunch. You have to have like a club brunch, like the meat packing district would do these like literal clubbing brunches, or I went to one in South Beach once, or you could go to like a drag queen brunch, which Kelly and I have been to a drag queen brunch. What other brunches, Kelly, can you think, can you think of any other like themed brunches? Um, I was tr- trying to think of other ones and I couldn't really think of. I don't know. I've been to a drag queen brunch. 
I don't want to go to a club brunch. That sounds terrible to me. Yeah, I used to drive I by. Relax. I want to drive by, like especially the- if I'm like drunk, like hungover. My head probably hurts. I don't want loud club music banging in my ears. I want to relax and enjoy my friends. Sit outside in the patio, have a Bloody Mary with big sunglasses, and yeah. watch my hangover. Yeah. I went to a brunch once in Miami. My friend invited me, and she was like. I'm going to pick you up at 11 a.m. and then we'll drive there. And we got to the brunch place by like noon and champagne started flowing, but there was no food until 8 p.m. We were like at this place where everyone was dancing and drinking. And I felt like I was at like a club on South Beach. But the food, there was no food or talk of food till eight. And I was like literally nine glasses of champagne and like, this is no. what you people do all day? I was like, this is horrible. That is criminal. It was criminal. That, yeah, that's not brunch. That's just a that party. That is not brunch. That's no. day drinking, partying, and then eating so that you don't die. Yes. That's not fun. Kirk, have you been to a drag queen brunch? I have not, um, although my daughter has demanded that I take her to one. Yes, yes, you should. It's we so tried. Fun. She's not old enough. Oh, She's only 13. I see. So, because we were in Chicago and there's a famous one that I'm forgetting the name of. And we were visiting. She's like, oh, can we go? Can we go? And we looked in and we're like, well, at the time I was like, well, you're like 11. So, no. Yeah. Her time so, will come. Her time will come. And so, uh, we've, we've, uh, we've said that once she's old enough, we'll take her to a drag queen brunch. I have yeah. been, this is weird. I've been to a club brunch. You have? Yes. And is this why you hate brunch? <laughs> it's, it's pretty close. It's fucking yeah. awful. I went, I mentioned this on a past uh, episode. Uh, before the job I have now, years ago, I was a freelance writer. And one of my longtime gigs was writing about the cocktail culture in Los Angeles. Okay. And so I would go to events or bars and write about them and bartenders and stuff like that. And I got invited to go to a pool brunch at Mr. C's Hotel in Beverly Hills. And it it was all free. It was all comped. It was a fucking nightmare. It really? was, well, first of all, yeah, because I was like, whoa, I went with my wife and we were way older than anyone else there by like 20 years. Oh my God. Everyone was a model lounging by the pool. There was a DJ, everyone was drinking and they just, luckily they thought we were important people because we, since I was writing for it, like they treated us really well and they like yeah. escorted us and gave us all this free food. So people thought we were important, even though I just some fucking freelance writer doing this fucking shitty job. Um, but it was awful. I was like, this is like, you knew they were going to be there all day eating this pool brunch with this DJ just lounging. And I was like, this is my nightmare in Beverly Hills. <laughs> How was yeah. the f- actual food? Was the food good? The food was good. The only thing I remember, this is like eight or nine years ago. The only thing I can remember is that there was a breakfast pasta that was really oh. good. It was like, and I think if I remember, it was probably just like a, a fusilli with like an egg on top Fried of it. But that's good. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah. It was good. It was more, you could tell, I mean, it's Mr. C's in Beverly Hills. It's a, it was, it was a whole just a, it was yeah. just there for people seen and be seen. And we were so out of place there. A lot yeah. of times with these theme brunches, they're really fun, but like the food is not good at all. I mean, Kelly right. and I went to an epic drag queen brunch in New York once. And I went to one here um, at, 
It's it was Ross's bubbly brunch, and it was at oh my god! Oh the, right, is it at that? The name music, is this, yeah, musical? yes. And it, the food was just disgusting, but the show was great. So you kind of get like a is great it called show. Rockwell, Rockwell, Rockwell. That's what it was. Thank you. So it's like food is great. I mean, um, performances are great. Food is terrible, and that's how it usually is. And Kelly and I, we went to this brunch in New York, this drag brunch. And it was like that. Like the performances were incredible. It was super fun. But the food was like trash. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they had bottomless mimosas. <laughs> Kelly, do you right. want to tell Kirk what happened with the bottomless mimosas? So the bottomless mimosas kept, continued to be bottomless all day. Just all bottomless, day. bottomless, bottomless. They were truly Bottomless. bottomless. We were drinking for like eight hours. <laughs> and by the end of the night, we felt so sick to our stomachs and full because of all of the orange juice, all of yes. the yeah. sugar, right? Oh, yeah. It was so and then gross. After we left, we went ding, ding, ding in our brain. We're like, oh my God, why didn't we just drink the champagne. Why did we keep adding this sugary orange juice to every single glass? It was like, so gross. It didn't have to be that much juice. You could have just had the champagne the whole time. Yes. You could have just been drinking champagne the whole time. Or like the first couple yeah. of mimosas. And then you're just drinking champagne. Like it was so, because we were like, so we're like, it was so much sugar. We were sick to our stomachs. I think that that taught me, I think after that, I don't drink mimosas anymore. Like, even if I'm in a refreshing mood, I'll get a champagne. Like, I don't even right. go near it anymore because we had so many mimosas with orange juice that I felt like I was going, for two days, I felt like I was going to die. Like, literally Didn't you die. have um, just really kind of exceptional... Um, no, my poop was Bell like movement. the color. My poop was like the color of the mimosa, and I, I thought, <laughs> do I need to go to the hospital? Like, I think I literally am turning into an orange. Um, yeah, it was. Oh my god, disgusting! And also, but drag queens are fun. Drag queens are super fun. Always, it's always worth it. It's always worth the show. I know right now that's not happening, but. Always yeah. worth it if you have the choice. It's so much fun. Just make sure you know that like the food may not be exceptional. That's all. That yeah, yeah. that probably tracks. Tends to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That brings me to just a quickie question. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on bottomless mimosas? For me personally, I always feel like it's just going to be like a headache in a glass. So I never yeah. typically go for it. But do you ever go for bottomless mimosas, Kels? Um, if it's the only like bottomless option, actually, even if it's only bottomless mimosas, I'll still opt for the Bloody Marys and, and pay Me for too. each one. Me too. Because I'd rather have a Bloody Mary. But if like we're just doing mimosas for some reason, there's no Bloody Mary option. Um, sure. Yeah. But now I am traumatized from that uh, drag brunch experience. So I will... Be, I will say really, really light on that uh, orange juice, or you know what, leave it out completely. Thanks. Yeah. Let me let me ask a couple questions for mm-hmm. the brunch experts. Is there such thing as a bottomless Bloody Mary? Or is that not a thing? Yeah, that is I a think thing. There is. It doesn't happen as often because I I, I guess it's good. Well, I don't think they're as good. They're kind. I would of, imagine I, they're a little more expensive for the 
for the place to, to, to offer bottomless. Yes. Um, and I tend to find that those kinds of bloody Marys are like really watered down and not mm-hmm. as good. Like I'd rather pay a little extra for like a, um, a thoughtful bloody Mary. Ooh, well okay. said, you a know, thoughtful one. Mm-hmm. second question. Have either one of you enjoyed a brunch Bellini? Oh, yes. yes, I like a Bellini. I okay. like a Bellini as well, but I would not ever pick it over a Bloody Mary. But if that was Same. my option, I would be, it would be like a nice, fun little treat. Yes. Would you pick it yes. over a mimosa? I think so. Uh, maybe, yeah. Okay. I think I would, yeah. Yeah, just something a little different. Okay. Good Bellinis question, are gross. Kurt. Just thank Hard you. Hitting question. Bellinis yeah. are gross, though. God, you're just wrong about everything. I know. I don't mind mimosas. Uh, Bellinis are too sweet. Too, too, too sweet. Oh, you're the worst. Okay. (laughs) This really just a terrible person to bring to brunch. But we're going to do it. We're going to do it. You're breaking me down to building me up. Yeah, that's right. Just like the military. That's right. This is military. (gasps) This is a military brunch. Yes. This yeah. is like that. Is that what you no, want to do? I don't want that at all. Thank <laughs> you. But it's very time, time the schedule, the time. I, yeah. I tell you right now, you're selling me on 1007 to 1017 to 1207. <laughs> That's a huge selling point right now. Okay. That's like cool. huge. We can do all that. Right, we can make yeah. that happen. Okay. Here's my question. We're okay. going to do underrated, overrated, or properly rated. Okay. Br- brunch at somebody's apartment. Kelly, you go first. Well, how is it rated? What do you mean? Like, is that... When who, someone... Did someone rate it well? I would say properly rated. I like it. You like... Okay, you like yeah. brunch in somebody's you, apartment? Sure, if they can cook. Kirk? I'm going to say it's overrated mm-hmm. because that is even... You're stuck there even longer. Mm. than mm-hmm. like a restaurant one. If you're going to a restaurant brunch and you can be like, oh God, that was so much fun. I have to go. Yeah, It's harder yeah. to do that at someone's house when they've done all this work and right. maybe, right. They're, maybe they're like, the food's not ready yet, sorry. And you're just like, oh Jesus Christ, this is another right. hour of my life. You can't, you can't, you can't balance, you can't do the Irish goodbye with, mm-hmm. uh, right. with an apartment one. So I would say it's overrated. Yeah. As much I, as I want to, sorry. No, go ahead, Kels. I was just going to say, as much as I wanted to tell Kirk that he was wrong about that, I that makes total sense to me. Yes! Yes! <laughs> one point for Kirk. Yeah. I've got I, one point in this whole fucking podcast. I will say, also overrated, um, I want to be at a restaurant for brunch. I want it. It's the whole experience for me. And I just right. tend to find at someone's house, like... No matter how good of a host they are, it's just not the same. We talked about it being a lifestyle. It doesn't right. feel the same to me at someone's house. Oh, that's a really interesting point that yeah. for it to be a lifestyle, you want mm-hmm. to be out and about as opposed yes. to in. Yes. What There's another point I they... agree with. Wow. Thank you. There are some agreements here. Yeah. We're not. It's not Lindsay and Kelly against Kirk. Like I thought no, it was it's like, yes, there's, there's, yeah, there's some <laughs> yeah, moments. There's yeah. a myriad of feelings. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what if the brunch Lindsay at someone's house was like, if they had an outdoor space it's still, and they were serving you, they were serving you. It's still not the same to me. I've been to many, yeah. many, many brunch 
brunch um, experiences at people's houses of all kinds. Uh-huh. And sure. it's nice, but like it's not as epic as when I go out for brunch. Does brunch need to be epic? I love it to be epic, even if it's epically <laughs> sloppy or drunk or chill. I love it to feel epic. I hate to say this, but I think I agree because otherwise just go have fucking breakfast or lunch. Fair enough. Right. That's a fair that's, point, Kirk. That's, that's exactly right. You would just have fucking breakfast or lunch. Yeah, you wouldn't absolutely. need to have brunch unless it's epic. Yes. Agree. So now you're uh, seeing that brunch is its own thing. It's not just a late breakfast. It's not just an early lunch, right? It's its own thing. To, yes. It's its own thing that I don't necessarily want to be a part of. But now you value it a little bit more and you will try it. I will. Va- I value it a little more. That second part, I don't know yet. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Okay. I will tell you what also sounds like a nightmare. Uh, brunch at someone's house or apartment that's catered. Because then you're never leaving. Then you have yeah. to just stay. You that's, feel like you're more stuck if it's catered? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then because it like, takes longer or you feel more obligated because they spent money? Both. Both. Mm. Now you really just got to hunker down and start talking to people you don't want to talk to. Mm. And then See, just like, I like to have brunch only with people I want to talk to. That's So I wouldn't thing. go to someone's house for brunch that I didn't. If I would only go to someone's house for brunch, if I was cool with getting stuck there, then I wouldn't Mm -hmm. feel necessarily stuck. If I'm going to someone's house where they're inviting me for brunch and I'm like, oh, there's going to be all these people I don't know or don't necessarily want to talk to or like I don't completely love this person like family. I'm probably not going to their place for brunch for just that reason. I don't want to get stuck either. Okay, Kirk, let me give you a little life advice because I went (laughs) to brunch. (laughs) Mansplain me brunch. I will. I went to brunch right before the lockdown at someone's house that I was afraid of staying for a long time. She invited me and I declined. Wow. It was actually fine, but this is why it was fine. This is what you do. Oh my God, you're doing brunch at your house. I, oh my God, I so want to go. Shoot, I have this thing at one. What time are you starting? Oh, 11? Okay, great. I can come for like an hour. Is that okay? And then you have an out because you already established it. Okay. Like literally when you were invited, yeah. you established an out. That's really good. Because then when you're leaving, you're like, oh, I wish I, I, wish could, stay. I could stay. God, this is so great. So yes. great. But yes. bye. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's what you do. Kelly oh, just did the best one. Thank you. so. Oh, that was so great. Oh, you're so wonderful for doing that. Oh, yeah. I wish yeah, I could Yeah, you stay. say it like the first second of the invite. Okay. You're like, That's oh, great. I've got a thing that day. Maybe I can squeeze it in because I really want to see you and eat your bacon. And then you just like, you get out of there. You know? So you're basically yeah. using them for their bacon and then leaving. A hundred percent. Okay. A hundred percent. Okay. I have a question. They want you to come eat their bacon. That's true. That's why they invited you. Um, exactly. What, this is along, this is along similar lines. What is a good brunch number? Going out. So we've established we're, you're going well, out for brunch. How many people? How many people? What's a good number? No more than six. Yeah, I like six. I what about a, the, the under? Thing. What's two the to, under? Two to six. Two to six. Wrong. You could Why? take yourself to brunch. You could take yourself to brunch. Ooh, no. Gross. You could, go, you could do one. Two Why? people. Why not? Because that's sad. 
You're sad. Just keep <laughs> drinking. You'll be fine. Yeah, it makes it even worse. Oh my God, you're at brunch no, by yourself. you're observing life. You have oh. your book. You're relaxing. You're then laying back in your chair. Go to, I'm I wouldn't go, go to lunch. brunch by myself. I don't think you... Okay, you can call it lunch. <laughs> I don't think you that you should You can call it whatever go. makes you comfortable, Kirk. Thank you. That's Then we'll call it lunch. I don't think two people is brunch. I do. Why? I do. Tell me why I have great do, brunches. Do two people make a brunch epic? Sure. Yeah. If it's me and Lindsay, hey. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Yes, you could definitely have brunch with two people 100%. I think the sweet number is three or four. I think with two people, it's even naughtier because it's like, look what we're doing, just two of us. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you bring a friend what? and you're like, we're gonna indulge yeah. right now, just especially the two on of a us. on a on a weekday too. Yes, a wow. weekday brunch with two people is very fun and naughty. Like, woo, mm-hmm. we're playing hooky for I life. Feel, I'm shocked because I really thought, Lindsay, that you'd be like. With the epicness of it, you need at least. Like, I see three to. I think six is a really good number. Anything over six, you're just like, I'm not yeah. going to this fucking. It's, brunch. You're just shouting at each other. Yeah. Yeah. But three, like three to six, seems great. But if you're going two, then it's then it's not. It just doesn't feel epic. I feel like you're cutting it early. You're not having this mm. big of an event. Why are, why are you? No, you're cutting it early. Yeah, you don't hang <laughs> out with the You'd be the right one that's people. cutting it early. I mean, we would yes. not necessarily cut it early just because there's two of us. We're not bored with each other. We're having fun. <laughs> so keep it going. Okay. Agreed. Right. Uh, my, my mistake. <sighs> big All surprise. right, next subject because <laughs> obviously we can't um, agree on anything. <laughs> Is dim sum brunch go ahead Kirk okay that is a great question when I saw this in the online I got super excited and decided to ask my wife okay because uh, my wife is Chinese and I saw the outline and I was like hey is dim sum brunch and she said yes dim sum is brunch because of the time of the day and and um what you're eating because you don't eat dim sum at dinner. Dim sums at dinner is not a thing. It right. is strictly. Oh, I didn't actually know that. Yeah. There's no real like dim sum dinner. Dim sum is meant for that time for like late breakfast brunch. So it is a brunch. She did also say this though. She said the difference is um, there's no booze at a, mm-hmm. at a traditional dim sum. And she's her mm-hmm. words, not mine. If you're at a dim sum where there's booze, that's, that's a white people brunch. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. And that you don't really hang out. There's yeah. not, there's they're, not a lot they're of rushing you. Yes. They want, they, yeah, they want you to get out and, and so they can get the next table. And she said, the only people that linger are the old men reading the newspapers. Got it. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's that, you taking yourself out to brunch. That's me alone at dim sum. See, I would do dim sum alone with a book before I did like a traditional brunch by myself with a I think that's fair because then all yeah. these people are around you having brunch and it's like, I, yeah. I mean, I get that. I, yeah. I'm just saying you could do it. Yes. But yeah. Yeah, I would definitely, yeah. I think that's, you couldn't have, that you you have that inside scoop there and I would have definitely said dim sum is brunch. I think it's uh, uh, the time of day. It's, you know, doesn't have to be eggs to be brunch. You know what I mean? And mm. I would probably choose to drink and make it more of a white person brunch mm. just because that's what I like to do. <laughs> but um, I would be happy with dim sum for brunch for sure. 
Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you guys. For me oh, personally. Let me walk upstairs and get my wife and bring her down and you can I tell her how she's wrong. For me personally, mm-hmm. dim sum is something I would say I'm going to get dim sum. Mm. And for brunch, I would say I'm going to get brunch. But if I said mm. I'm going to get brunch, I would never say that for getting dim sum and vice versa. So, like, for me, I see it as two different things. I used Hot to go take. in New York. Yeah, I used to go in New York at brunch time um, on a Sunday. But I never in my head, those two things are not the same to me. Dim sum is a special is a special thing to me at hmm. brunch time that happens at Got brunch it. time. Okay. I feel like you are talking semantics that I've done in the past and you've yelled at me for. Huh. Whatever. <laughs> so why is it okay for you to do it? But when I do it, I get in trouble. You, I asked for each one of us is dim sum brunch. And mm-hmm. you said yes. And Kelly said yes. And I say no. It doesn't need to be a right or wrong always. I mean, yes, Kirk. it is. That's the whole well, he's, point. He's trying to dissect your reasoning, though. Yes. Thank you, Kelly. So, yeah. Thank you, Kelly. New host yeah. of Food Fight. <laughs> take, take it, Kelly. Take it. <laughs> I have I have one more question for us. Okay. Um, and then I want to talk a little bit about something else before we get into what you eaten and all that. But I want to ask Bloody Mary bars are a very special thing. And nothing brings my heart more joy. Yeah. It's like when you find out that a brunch spot has a Bloody Mary bar, it's like, it's like a holiday. It's What's a, holiday. a Bloody Mary bar? You make your own Bloody Mary and there's a whole like salad bar of things that you could put in your Bloody Mary. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. So my question is, what are the things, what are the staples that have to be on a Bloody Mary bar? Wow. Kelly is already there. I got this. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, you're going to, so they're, presumably they've given you your base with your vodka or what have you, probably Mm -hmm. vodka, but it could be something else. And your Bloody Mary mix, your kind of tomato-y, tomato juice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. base. I'm going to want a, an array of hot sauces. I want yeah. mild, medium, spicy. I want a green one. I want all different kinds of hot sauces. Um, I'm going to say I would like like a, a Worcestershire, maybe even mm-hmm. a soy sauce or something to be able to put in there. Maybe some extra olive juice. We need mm-hmm. olives. We need mm-hmm. pickles. We need pickled things. Mm-hmm. We might even need, so you're going to need your little skewer. You're going to be able to grab all kinds of different pepperoncini peppers, mm-hmm. uh, maybe some cheeses, uh, mm. maybe some lunch meats, maybe a charcuterie. I don't know. Wow. Go mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um uh, what did I miss? You um, are missing a very important ingredient. Pickles? Nope. Um, we're going to need celery, of course. You're missing something. You cannot have a good Bloody Mary without it. I said olives. Nope. Hot sauce? Nope. Horseradish? Thank you. Yeah. Yes. You have to have horseradish. Whenever I feel like there's something missing in my Bloody Mary and I'm going like, what is it? What is it? It's always... Either a lime juice or horseradish or both. Oh, good. Yes. And lime, lemon, some kind mm-hmm. of citrus as well mm-hmm. as a nice little shoop, spritz that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You Kirk, two you are like yes. so alike. 
It's mm-hmm. insane. When it comes to our Bloody Marys, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that's like hearing Lindsay talk because mm-hmm. the pickles. She and, said all the things I wanted to hear. Wow. <laughs> and then the best is because because uh, listeners can't see it. Just the look of love in your eyes of like, mm-hmm. Kelly gets it. Yeah. Kelly, she Kelly totally gets it. gets it. Yeah. When I, I have a friend that can't drink Bloody Mary. My, I have a friend that doesn't drink Bloody Marys and like. Sad. I'm okay with it because she's literally allergic to tomato juice. So it's like, I have to accept that that's something wrong with her. And that's something that she has no control over. (laughs) But it would be really hard for me to like date somebody or have a best friend that like couldn't share a Bloody Mary moment with me. It's a Bloody Mary moment. It's like the first thing you do on a vacation is get a Bloody Mary. (laughs) One thousand percent. It's like we're here. You put your bags down. You get a Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary at the airport. Yeah, you get a Bloody Mary at the airport. I love a Bloody Mary at the airport when you know you're when you're going on vacation. It's the best. This is the funniest thing ever. Okay, (laughs) because I've heard it so many times. It's it's amazing that it's like spot on. It's listen. I want to talk about about everything, but. I want to talk about something really important before we get to the end of the show. And that is taking care of your brunch servers. Because Mm. when you are a waiter and you work the brunch shift, it is the worst fucking shift for multiple reasons. A, and Kelly, just yell them out. You're probably hung over yourself. Okay. So you're waiting Mm -hmm. tables, hung over from the night before. You want to be at brunch. You do not want to wait on these assholes. Then you're serving everyone just living their best life on the weekend. And you're their slave, like slaving over them. I mean, it's really, Mm -hmm. really rough. And then they get more and more drunk. They won't leave. They're spilling things. They're demanding things. Maybe somebody's throwing up. It can get really trashy really fast and really annoying when you're the server. So also probably just start drinking yourself towards the end of the shift. Kelly and I used to work brunch at the London Hotel in West Hollywood. And we just had to drink to get through it. Like it was really rough because you also... During yeah. the chefs. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. It, it was a miserable, like you get there really early for brunch and it was like miserable. And well, it was breakfast, thing. but then it turned into, turned into to yeah. brunch. But also like, how do you want your eggs cooked? You have to remember how you want the eggs cooked. What kind of toast? There's a lot of like things to brunch foods that you have to modify and add also. It right. is a complicated It's meal. complicated. It's, it's very complicated. And then people ha- are passionate about brunch like we are. And then they're demanding these very specific things because yes. they have this lifestyle in mind that they're mm-hmm. trying to live out this fantasy of brunch. Mm-hmm. And you better deliver. So it's a lot of pressure and everyone's yeah. really annoying. And tip your server as well. Tip your brunch servers well more than any other waiter. They are working so, so, so hard. Just be kind to them. It doesn't matter how hungover you are right. or how miserable you feel. Know that they're probably hungover too or they'd like to be drunk and leave them alone and be nice to them. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Give them lots sad. of money and leave them alone. That's all. That's all, that's all what waiters want anyway. 
Right. Give me lots of money and leave me alone. Which is yeah. uh, well-deserved as well. It's my That's life a- motto. <laughs> For everything. For everything. <laughs> that works. That works. Hey, if Lindsay. Only it did. Lindsay, yes, Kirk. can we bring up one thing? Because you brought up this in your great outline. Yes. That I wanted to touch on before we get to the end of the show. Yeah. That I'm fascinated about. Okay. Yes. You put in a breakup brunch, a hungover mm. brunch, the morning after a one night stand brunch. Yeah. All of those <laughs> sound awful and make brunch oh. even worse. Oh my God. Okay. So I no, put in, I put but in I the need outline. explanation. I'm saying right now, my gut reaction is like, that's a, I would not want any part of any of that. So I, that's why I was asking. Cause I want to hear all like, of them. Yeah. Like what is, why, why, why does brunch have to happen okay. for all three of those? Okay. I, I put in the outline, put it in order the best kind of brunch. And so I wrote a breakup brunch, a hungover brunch and the morning after a one night stand brunch. Now, for me, the order would be the morning after one night stand brunch, a hungover brunch, which the morning of the one night stand is you're probably hungover too. And then one. a breakup brunch. Cause a breakup brunch is like you feel loved, but it's still kind of sad. Um, yeah. but the morning after one night stand, like I just finally had a fun night with a dude and I showed up at my friends the next morning and they literally popped open a bottle of champagne and we cheers to it. <laughs> And like, it was just like, it was such a nice, great moment. You're coming off of a high, you know, you're feeling good. And then everyone's there like drinking with you to celebrate and you're eating delicious food. I mean, I don't know if what gets better. What is better than that? Right. (laughs) I agree. And I would put them in the same exact order. 100%. Yeah. Then a hungover brunch, you get a little hair of the dog, you have a drink, you like make that hangover a fun little experience. And then the breakup brunch is like you feel very loved and supported, but it's still like a sad brunch. You have to definitely right. wear your your sunglasses and cry through it. But <laughs> yeah, oh. you're going to definitely cry towards the end after your third Bloody Mary and everyone's hugging you and telling yeah. you how life goes on and you're totally going to yeah. be fine. And you're so much better than him. <laughs> yes. And you've never looked more beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> These sound awful. All of them? All of them. Kirk, it sounds awful to you because you are thinking that the brunch is going to make it worse because you hate brunch. Whereas we think it's nice because the brunch is going to make all these experiences better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. That is true. But I would say on each occasion, there's something wrong with each one. Tell, tell us what. <laughs> so I can't. So, okay. I'm going to go in order. Uh, okay. So you, the morning after a one night stand brunch, that's just bragging. That's no, yeah. when you're with people you love, they're so happy for you. Really? Yes. yes. I feel like if I did that with my friends, they'd be like, what are you, what are you doing? Oh, my friends were so happy for me this weekend. They, they like asked me a million questions. Oh, they want to live vicariously through you. They, they're Kirk, excited you need better for you. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truest <laughs> thing you've ever said. Um, <laughs> and then a hungover, uh, a hungover brunch just no just sleep it off and drink water no. and then why well, i don't want to go eat and be with people if i'm hungover i'm hungover you don't want to eat when you're hungover no i want to like get, no 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 oh, i want to get this out of my is system the best thing to do when you're hungover no just just water and and, and rest and then maybe a oh. walk 
Oh my God. What and kind then, of life have you lived? <laughs> I need, I need I to mean, talk to your wife. It's been pretty good. No. Um, <laughs> a, a breakup brunch, no good comes from a breakup brunch on many levels. Because if you are the person who's been dumped and you're already sad, which you've established, uh-huh. and then your friends have made you feel better and they're like, you're going to be great. You're wonderful. We love you. Got to go. Bye. Then you're alone again, feeling sad again. You Secondly, you, if no, you, you are the people. You them like a succubus and you uh, never leave. That's the next problem too. If you're the people at the brunch who need to make your friend feel better, just like, oh, fuck, how long am I have to do this? How much more do I have to give for to, You're to hanging this out food? with the wrong People <laughs> have really shitty friends, Kirk, and you need to re- reevaluate some things in your life, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just, it's all of the, every three You things. deserve better. <laughs> when I went through my breakup, my friends gave me a chair that they called the crying chair, and they told me if I'm going to cry, I have to cry in that chair. <laughs> I think that's the kind of... <laughs> Yeah. So you need friends with a sense of humor that are going to bring yes. that joy out of you. And like, hopefully you also still have a sense of humor, even in your sadness. So you can kind of laugh through the pain. It's yeah. not like it's a therapy session with your friends and you're crying and they're like, oh my God, when can I leave? It's like, we're all just coming together. This is a fact of life. It happens to the best of us. And like crying together, laughing together and, and making your friend feel better. I think what is, you know... No, no, I think that that's what friendship's all about. That is very, that's very true. And that's very great. I think that can be accomplished in a phone call. (laughs) Kirk, I worry about you sometimes. (laughs) Really? You're the worst. Expediate, expediate. That's all. Just have a nice phone conversation about it and then you'll be fine. I see how you deal with conflict. All right. Not the person I'm calling when I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Very, very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Kirk, do you want to lead what you're eating or do you want okay. me to? Okay, yes. Let's let's do that and then we'll close out the show because now it's time for What You Eating. What You Eating. We're going to close out the show as we do every show with a food recommendation, anything you're currently obsessing over or can recommend based on today's theme. And since uh, you guys came up with this, you guys should go first. Obviously, we're not going to do a, a how's it taste because that would be stupid to do a brunch how's you taste remotely. But one day, mm, maybe one we'll day. do it. Um, so, yeah, let's go around the horn for, for what you eat. And Kelly, since you're our guest, what, uh, what can Thank you recommend? You. As, and it could be a brunch theme, a brunch meal, mm. a brunch place, anything you want. Great. So I would say, so being in quarantine and I, I mean, I have not been out. I will admit I have not been out to any restaurants. I'm keeping it, keeping it close, you know, keeping inside. So I've been trying to bring brunch to me and making things that I enjoy for brunch myself. So I just want your listeners to know you can make your own brunch foods. Like the other day I made deviled eggs for myself. Mm. I make avocado toast. Like you can find an easy hack way to make all of these things. They're really actually not that hard and simple. I mean, they are, they are simple. They're not that hard. Um, so I would say, yeah, make yourself an avocado toast. Hit me up for the recipe, um, Mm. deviled eggs, you know, live your life, make yourself a bloody Mary at home. You got this. Yeah. Are you doing that at the brunch hour or is that a breakfast? 
I'm doing it whenever <laughs> I want. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Valid. Valid. I, I'm going to piggyback on that and say, um, well, we talked about drag brunch. If that's ever something that's an opportunity for you in the future, I highly recommend it. It's a really fun time. But in this quarantine as well, our quarantine crew, we've made some brunches at home and tried to make it feel special and good and make all sorts of different frittatas and quiches. And I'm the Bloody Mary girl always. I always come over with my bag of tricks. So I highly recommend um, you keeping keeping that momentum going. Even though we're stuck at home, you could still have a brunch lifestyle. Because it's a lifestyle, as we've established. It is, 100%. Correct. What if you combined the pumpkin spice lifestyle with the brunch lifestyle? Is that a thing? A latte, for sure. Oh, and yeah. pancakes. Okay. Pan- yeah. Pumpkin spice pancakes, yeah. pu- pumpkin spice waffles. Um, sure. I'm sure there's a, a pumpkin spice spread. You know, like a spread mm-hmm. on a oh, bagel. Oh, yeah, like on a bagel. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just for the record, you were right, Lens. I completely disagree. It's not a lifestyle. It's a flavor. But anyway. I really? Yeah, it's About a flavor. pumpkin spice? I think you're giving Starbucks and this kind of Hallmark holiday, like, consumerism what it wants by calling it a lifestyle. <laughs> what we're we're caving in. You're giving in. it too much power. You're caving in. Don't let it wow. don't feed into their marketing scheme. It's we're, a flavor. Let we're buying into big pumpkin spice. We are. Exactly. Exactly. Who do you think goes all the way to the top? Who do you think makes money off of brunch? Who started this brunch lifestyle? Ooh. Was it Sex in the City? <laughs> They probably popularized it, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering, because they always had a brunch spot that they went to together. I'm wondering who started this. The brunch craze? Well, we, I'm sure yeah. there was brunch beforehand. There, I think I would bet that Sex and City really did popularize it. And make yeah, because like, they had a brunch spot that they always did their, like, catch-up scenes at this, mm-hmm. like, cafeteria-looking spot. I wonder... If they're responsible. And that's probably why it's so big in New York, too. It's that it's like that New York kind of lifestyle, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Um, My recommendation is, uh, even though Lindsay's crazy, uh, dim sum, dim sum for brunch. Mm -hmm. Um, Specifically, you can find them anywhere in the big cities. Uh, My our favorite that we go to uh, or used to go to because of the before times uh, Mm -hmm. is Atlantic Seafood in Monterey Park. Monterey Park is uh, just a little bit in the uh, deeper in the valley. They have a great dim sum there. Uh, It's a big, gigantic, huge cavernous restaurant. You they don't take reservations. You'll just sit there and wait till your number comes up. They want to get you in. They want to get you out. But the dim sum is great. Awesome. Good to I know. can't wait to try it out. Yeah. It's really, really good. Although uh, another thing that I learned from my wife, this was even before the pandemic. The the whole thing of carts has pretty much disappeared. Yeah. Dim sum carts. Really? Yeah. She said like a lot of the places, even before the pandemic, they're like, it's just not hygienic enough. Because before you could see the carts and you're like, ooh, give me that. And it was really yeah. fun. And now yeah. there's just there's just a list. There's like the sushi list that you would get oh, wow. where you just check it off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, well. Oh, well. But the food's still good. Still good. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Well, I can't wait to go with you guys in the after times. You go maybe to dim sum? Maybe that's how we'll ease Kirk into brunch. We'll do dim sum first. Yes. A dim sum from 
1017 to 1207 <laughs> with you guys would be delightful. Perfect. Would yeah, I would love be that. Absolutely delightful. Kelly, thank you so much for being on the show. Let's mention it one more time. What is the name of the podcast and where can you find it? It's, it's fuck called you, I'm Smarter. Fuck you, I'm Smarter. Oh, it's called <laughs> Fuck You, I'm Smarter. And you can find it anywhere podcasts live. Yeah, there and our Instagram go. is at Kelly and Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. Um, so you can find us there as well. And we post about all of our episodes and there's a link there as well. Yes. Check it out. It is a very funny show. I can't wait to be on it, which is the reason why we did Yay. this podcast so I could get invited. <laughs> and that's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please tell your friends and please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you like even more food content, go ahead and follow our yummy page on facebook as well as yummy on instagram where you can find those polls and if you have a question comment or just tell us how wrong we are about something particularly brunch send us an email at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air thanks for listening bye 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 thank you